Good what's up, guys? Welcome back to The Hub. Uh, I know many of you guys have been cooking from home during this whole quarantine going on. And in today's episode, I'm joined by Jasmine Kaur. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, so Jasmine recently just started a page dedicated to cooking, uh, notably Punjabi food and preserving Punjabi recipes. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to have Jasmine introduce herself and tell us a little bit about the page and what she started. All right. Thanks, Satinder. Thank you so much for having me. I think it's uh, pretty humbling that uh, the word has gotten out there that I have this sort of page um, dedicated to help uh, people with cooking during this quarantine, you know, craziness. Um, a little bit about myself, you know, I'm a first generation millennial, like many of you out there, many of many of the people that are paying attention to my page. Um, you know, I got into cooking at a very young age. I think I was maybe eight or nine years old when, you know, I, I grew up in a joint household. There was a lot of meals being prepared every single day. And it just uh, turned into one of those things where I would go to the stove to honestly bond with my mom and uh, figure out how she does things. Fast forward several years, you know, I slowly found out that knowing how to prepare your own food was quite useful. You know, when I went through college, when I went through medical school, when I went through residency, I even had to live abroad for a little bit, you know, where um, the ease and comfort of having meals prepared for you wasn't always there. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I've been cooking for a very long time. Um, I had a lot of friends and family sort of pushing me to get the word out there um, and really tap into um, a group of people who, you know, um, may, not, may not have the knowledge or the skill set to sort of prepare meals at home uh, on their own. So really, the way it started out was just wanting to preserve my mom's legacy and wanting to kind of give people um, a rough template on how to prepare some of the basic recipes that you find in most Punjabi homes. Um, so that's kind of how it started. Um, beyond that, you know, I hope it continues to grow. Um, uh -huh. And I'm just grateful that people are actually paying attention. Yeah. I mean, especially lately, like I was telling, we were talking before, like it's been sort of blowing up. I mean, I think there has been like pages or like there's been, we do see like, I mean, we can always find recipes online, but like, I think like the way that twist that you put on it is like, it feels more like connected. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, absolutely. Actually, I, I was hoping that I could relay a story with each recipe, some, a story that's connected to my life in some way. Mm -hmm. And I could imagine that many other people out there could have the same types of stories. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's a very personal project, yeah. you know, um, that's now reaching more and more individuals. But I'm hoping I can keep it personal. Um, and and have people relate um, yeah that way. <laughs> and so so Soto, why did you like uh so we're like i mean i think a big goal of your like i mean when i first saw your pages like a big goal of it was like to preserve these recipes and you said too like to keep your mom's like legacy to go on why yeah. did you think like that was sort of like did you see like it like sort of fading away like the cuisine or what was your sort of like mentality behind preserving the preserving like idea yeah um so Funny thing, um, when the holidays roll around, you know, most people in my family are like, and they call, lovingly call me Benji because I'm the eldest uh, of the yeah. crew. Um, they say, you know, what are you cooking up for Thanksgiving this year? What are you cooking up for, you know, whatever holiday everybody has mm -hmm. off? And I'm like, you know, we'll switch it up. I'll host you guys or, you know, come over to my place. It's fine. But it was getting tiring and wearing over the years. And then I realized yeah. 
most of my family members or like my cousins, other millennials don't really know how to cook. And so it started as a little project within the family, like getting phone calls from people, getting in, um, asking for instructions on how to uh, prepare basics like dal and, and subji. And so, you know, I would convey what I had learned over the years, but in doing so, I'm like, you know, there's got to be a way to put this into text so it kind of moves forward and stays alive, you know, throughout the next several generations. And so then I started talking to my mom, who I talked to like every day, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I started thinking about how right now I have the convenience of picking up the phone and asking her, hey, mom, you know, what brought that kind of flavor into the dish? I don't really, I tried it, I tried my hand at it, it didn't really work, mm -hmm. and her giving me her secrets and, and things like that. And so actually for the last two or three years, I've started writing my family's oh, okay. favorite recipes into like an, uh, a cookbook that I thought I would pass on to, you know, generations ahead or even mm -hmm. like, like put it into print for like my family members. Um, yeah. And then I, um, I was approached by more, pe more and more people in the family and they're like, you know, you live in the world of social media that you could start there and kind of mm -hmm. move it forward. And I think that's, that's kind of how my page started out. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And like for your love of cooking, I would say you said you started when you were like seven or eight. So like yeah. since then, have you always been like a fan of cooking or has it been like more like you were like trying to just help around the house and it like developed into like a love of cooking? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. So actually, yeah, it started out as a way for me to sort of just kind of spend more time with my mom or help her out. I always felt guilty, you know, like she's working all day and how, how can I be more useful? How can that's I be exactly more how me and my sister. Yeah, <laughs> so right. I mean, these women, these dissy women from our parents' generation, they are honestly bionic. <laughs> I have yeah. no other word for it. They can work like crazy and it's not a problem. And don't you think it's so impressive? You know, mom or dad gets a phone call, 20 people are coming over, no problem. Full, you know, six course meal ready in no time. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I was just looking for a way to connect with my mom. And then mm -hmm. over time, it really, really became a passion. You know, um, my most vivid memory from childhood is because my dad made a lot of calls to India or Punjab. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, AT&T would send like, um, like uh, gifts for his years of like, uh, you know, um, oh. customer, the customer. Yeah, customer yeah. So um, one of them was this uh, really like unique book cookbook and it had a bunch of South Indian recipes like dosa mm -hmm. and sambar and um, like uh, and different types of Indo-Chinese uh, uh, recipes and I I think I was like nine years old I'm like mom I really want to make this and she's like uh I don't think you know you're you could hurt yourself in the kitchen I'm like no no no, no. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make these pokore it's called a potato bonda that's what it's called um a funny name I know but it's yeah. a type of like fritter um but you know I sort of got it all together I'm super eager and I go to put the fritters into the oil and burned all my hands oh, and no. you know the normal kid would be like I'm never going near a stove again I just found yeah. it as a challenge like no okay well that was kind of an advanced recipe calm down like watch okay. things be yeah. safe and kind of move forward um and then yeah actually when I was in my I think my teenage years I actually told my dad uh you know maybe I want to be a chef and uh, okay that's kind of a funny guy for people that know him. Uh, in, in a joking way, he said, 
oh yeah, you'll be a chef once you're married. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's coming from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> he was kidding, but he's like, you know, maybe, maybe it could be a side gig for you or whatnot. You know, as I, I actually looked into Cordon Blues and, and, um, you know, my oh, non kid, wow. everybody, my mom's side has, um, busy restaurants. So I oh, grew okay. up around the restaurant scene, like family restaurant scene. So, I mean, I, I think in my early twenties, I came to the conclusion, yeah, it'd be really hard to make it, um, mm -hmm. in, in, in like this field. Um, but, uh, and so I decided to go towards medicine, but it always, I think it always was in the back of my mind. Like, could I have done it? Could I have done it? And so that mm -hmm. here we are today. <laughs> yeah. So through that whole journey of like, you like in the medical field to now so you have you been cooking like since like always been experimenting like while you were through school and everything yeah yeah and so the very first obviously type of cuisine i learned was punjabi food at home mm -hmm. you know my mom started sort of telling me about different types of dogs different types of you know curries mm. your favorites like rajma uh yeah. you know we we did eat meat in my house so chicken mm. and all this stuff all that um and then eventually you know i realized that i love mexican food i absolutely love it i think for some reason i feel like all punjabis like develop a love for mexican food well i think i know why i think there's um, a lot of parallels in history in terms yeah. of the spices we use and, and sort of the spice trade and how it followed into me both Mexico and Punjab um, yeah. and, and the way we prepare our food. Um, mm -hmm. Often in Mexico, you know, uh, in the inner, I'm um, sorry, not the inner city, but like the, uh, the villages, most women are, or family members are just preparing the crop they grow. You know, mm -hmm. so it's, uh, yeah. I think in the United States, we don't have a good concept of what authentic Mexican mm -hmm. cuisine is and all the regional var variations um, as you go from state to state over there, just like people from the outside don't have a good grasp of what Punjabi cuisine is. You know, yeah. we're sort of bundled into this North Indian, Indian. sort of yeah. category and, you know, we're stereotyped that just like I think with a lot of Mexican, Mexican food is that we like fat, heavy foods. Mm -hmm. you know like the 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 pure or the ghee rich foods or you know that we like um cream and everything and it's absolutely not true not true at yeah. all so i want to dispel a lot of the stereotypes of our food in general mm -hmm. while also passing on sort of the the knowledge of why things are prepared the way they are prepared in our particular homes so it's actually interesting you brought that up because before we started recording i was thinking i was like it's really interesting because like, on Netflix and like Anthony Bourdain, I've noticed that like when they highlight food now, like they talk specifically about Punjab. Like, and I love that. And so like before it was always just like Indian food or like yeah. even my friends are just like, it's Indian food. Like, and I was like, no, you guys are eating Punjabi food. Like the stuff, even all the gore like and everything, it's usually Punjabi food. And yes. like, I, I always used to get offended, that, like not offended, but I'd be like, no, that's Punjabi food. You feel like you weren't getting the recognition that the food deserves. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny story about Anthony Bourdain? Of course. Well, he, while he was still with us, he used to give these um, talks. It, it used to be like a night with Anthony Bourdain. And what he would do is a book signing, plus give a little bit, like um, just do like an open sort of forum for Q&A um, mm -hmm. for all his fans to come and sort of have dinner with him and then also ask him, you know, whatever they wanted and get their book signed. So I drove from San Diego to Santa Rosa, one shot, just me, myself, oh. and I 
Jesse, my husband was not available. <laughs> and he's like, you're all so crazy. You're going to drive this far uh, to, to go to one of these talks. And I was fortunate enough to actually get a book signed by him. And as I was up there, I said, Hey, Tony, I'm a big fan, but I have one sort of um, question for you. You've been mm -hmm. to the country of India about four, four or five times in between all his different shows, you know, mm -hmm. no reservations and, and sort of parts unknown and all that. Um, he had been to India several times, but he had never been to Punjab. And I wow. said, is there a reason why you haven't been to the state of Punjab? To which he said, and I have no idea who was giving him the, like the, the context or the knowledge behind how to get to Punjab, but he's like, isn't it a little hairy, hairy, like hard to get up there? Uh, or wow. like, uh, and I said, I don't, I don't understand what you mean by that. I mean, if you go to sort of countries that are quote, hairy to enter, right, all the time, you should give Punjab a shot. Not in my heart, I feel, <laughs> this is funny, I joke with my family members, I'm like, yeah, and the next season, he was a Numritzar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was going to say, maybe you inspired him. <laughs> I was like, I think it's, I implanted that seed in his head, probably not, but it's a great story. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so um, like as a doctor, or like even like you were saying, like your love for food, like how do you like uh, make time to sort of run your page and... <laughs> yeah like, i mean because you're, you're like the aesthetic and everything is like always like i mean for myself i know like creating content sometimes like oh it's time consuming but you're like a full-on doctor around especially around this covid19 stuff oh going God. on how are you been like able to i was uh everything? i was already thinking about that and how the timing of things and you know to some degree i do believe in kismuk right so yeah um, so it just so happened that i we had gone for vacation, uh, my husband and I, and had a lot of time to think about how to start a page. Um, and so a lot of the content I actually had from before, um, mm. because I had documented it as I, as I prepared it, but mm. actually uh, posting and, and um, coming up with the actual recipes and whatnot, um, and which ones to post does, you're right, it takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, in a way, the pandemic really slowed down my practice because okay. I actually work in the outpatient setting. So, you know, I work in the clinics. Um, and so I think given the fact that we transitioned a lot of our care to telemedicine, mm. um, it allowed for some time in between uh, you know, patients to kind of like, oh, okay, so let me start typing out my recipe. And really, it's also a way, um, it, cooking historically has been a way for me to de-stress from my work. So it's not like it was something new that I had taken up in terms of actually cooking or preparing the food, but you're right. Like the actual posts, they are very time consuming. We try to carve out a little bit of time on the weekends when I have like no patient care um, to actually yeah. put it together. But yeah, I mean, there are some days where, uh, you know, the days are long or, and the weeks are kind of stretched out. Um, and, and it's hard, but I'm just trying to not uh, lose the focus, which is just a simple instructional guide for people out there who are looking to cook this type of food. And yeah. I feel like if I stick with that focus, no matter what sort of life throws at us, it should be all right. And like, for just for a little peep into like your, your mindset. So do you like usually think like, hey, today I'm going to make this and that's why I want to post it? Or is it like, hey, I made this today. This is what I'm going to teach them. Uh, a little bit of both, actually. So with the pandemic, you know, um, 
uh, one of the, some of the staples we have in our pantry all the time are a lot of dogs and a mm -hmm. lot of like dried beans or legumes, right? Um, so, you know, the dal, the shole, the rajma, the, those are just recipes we make almost on a weekly basis. So it just, I just so happened to post a lot of those in the beginning, but now, um, I'm trying to branch out into giving people a little bit of education on what produce is seasonal. Um, and so moving forward, you know, I'll try to sort of um, cook in a way where people can find the ingredients um, easily. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of how my mind works around um, which recipes to post. And, yeah, you know, that's actually really interesting because like yesterday my mom was making gajira. And yeah. she was like, oh, gajit on the season on. Uh, like, she was like, she was like saying like now, like, and like even before I'm like, oh, we haven't made this. I forgot what I said. Like, we haven't yeah. made this in a long time. And she goes, oh, no, but the animal, the I think it's really interesting because like for us, it's just thinking like, oh, it's just not in season. But for them, like even in Punjab, it's that same mentality of like, we're not going to make it until it's in like season yeah. or like the time to eat it. I would say I, like. I think that we should really celebrate what our parents and our grandparents know in terms of the um, actual quality of the produce and when to cook it. I don't know if every household or every millennial has had this experience, but in my household, my grandma always talked about the seed. The seed, which means the inherent um, property of a food, whether something is warming, which would make it more uh, appropriate to consume in the winter, Oh, whether, I know exactly what you're talking whether about. Whether something is more cooling, like a thandaya, thanda piyo, you know, thandi teej piyo, garmiyan devich. And so really they, they, they have this um, scientific uh, sort of grasp of, of mm -hmm. food, but we don't celebrate it enough. Mm -hmm. And that's another aspect that I want to sort of highlight. Um, yeah. Right and, and speaking on that too, like, I think it's really interesting because I don't like, all of my cousins, like we're all like the same age and we always laugh at our parents and our BB. We're always like, because our BB, like when we make minya, we put like alcidebi in it. So yeah. like uh, flax seeds. Yeah. And then we put, and then uh, they're always, every parent's like, oh God, I'm hum de ni garnia pinia. And we're like, stop, it doesn't even matter. The thing is we don't get the concept though of like, yeah. what, we're like what does that even mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. I'm sorry, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, with, with um, with the ulsi and flaxseed and ginger and haldi and all these warm warming spices, the reason why they're available in the winter is also when they're, uh, sorry, why they're made in the winter is because they're readily available, just like produce. Okay. You know? um, and so you'll find that in Punjab in the, in the summertime, they're preparing more things with wa a high water content, right? Mm. So they're eating a lot of like squash, they're eating a lot of, um, melons they're mm -hmm. they're consuming a lot of like uh yogurt based sort of foods and drinks because they're cooling um mm -hmm. it's a super interesting aspect of our uh cuisine which i'm learning on the daily it's not like mm -hmm. i have some master grasp of it it's it's really something that has been brief mentions in the past which mm -hmm. i'm now asking more and more questions about uh, okay so you're still learning about all this i am well. learning yeah, yeah. I, it makes sense to me when i think back on things but exactly all the properties of every single ingredient i mean i definitely don't have a, a grasp yeah. on that yet yeah and speaking about like you were saying like our parents knowledge about all these things i think like what's really interesting about like food and stuff is like no matter like how disconnected sometimes we feel with our culture and all that like no. at the end of the day it's coming back and like I mean, for me, like, even when I was at college, it's just coming back home and eating roti. Yes. Like, 
regardless of anything. I don't know if you want to like talk, hit on that a little bit and like how like food is such part of our culture and keeps like sort of families like connected. Well, I think food in general is a universal love language. Okay? <laughs> yeah. It's about the effort that goes into preparing a meal. We take it for granted if we are fortunate enough to have meals prepared for us in the home uh, every single day. I definitely think we take it for granted. You know, I don't, uh, I know there are many households where uh, depending on who's preparing the food, maybe they eat last, right. Or they don't mm -hmm. sit and eat together. And so mm -hmm. um, I, I think the ability to prepare a meal for someone, have them in your home and express your love through your cooking is unmatched. Uh, for me, there's no greater joy, even, even more so than my career. Um, yeah. so, so it's just, uh, it's honestly a way to connect with people's history. It's also with a way to connect with the people's culture and traditions mm -hmm. and also, you know, sharing this sort of love language. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's really funny. Like even when like we went to or like I went to school, like the first thing we would ask is like, "Oh, what's your favorite like sabji or dal?" You know, like we'd mess around like with each yeah, other, and it's like, and exactly the icebreaker. And it's like it was really interesting to see how like no matter how disconnected the individual was like from like the Punjabi culture, like there's people that were super into it and super that were not, but like food was always like the common theme. Everybody like knew about like Punjabi culture. I just thought it was super interesting. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then um. And then I was going to ask you, like, oh, not ask you, but also, like, talk about how, like, cooking at home, like, you show the produce that's used and everything. And, like, a big trend I've been seeing lately is, like, a lot of people, like, have, haven't been eating from, like, fast food or out, and they've been cooking at home. But even just that transition, a lot of people have been saying, like, I feel so much better just eating at home now. Just, like, making, they're, make, they're eating, like, the same thing, but, like, making it at home from, like, yeah. their own fresh produce and stuff. Well, you know, I mean, I uh, try to educate patients as it is on the daily about nutrition and how to prepare meals that are better for their health. Um, and I think, you know, this is in that same light, something that I think I'm trying to integrate more and more into each recipe is like, what is the nutritional value of each ingredient? And the other thing is you have great control at home. So you, you can tailor anything to your taste. So if you're someone that has um, family members or personal or struggling with like, you know, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, you know, you can control uh, the amount of sodium you put in, you can control the amount of fat you put in. And not only that, but when you prepare meals at home, you can prepare them in bulk. So for me, I tried, the reason why I love desi or Punjabi food is because it stretches. I mean, I don't have to cook every single day right now at least uh while it's just my husband and i once your family gets larger i guess it's a different story <laughs> but um yeah i mean it's it's it does take a little bit of time so i guess my concept is not really targeted on the convenience of preparing at home but more the art uh of preparing it and how it still has its benefits in terms of serving as multiple meals throughout the week yeah and I mean, even nutritional benefits yeah, and like even like for myself, like at college, I barely cooked. I'm gonna be honest. Like I just used to eat out or like make just whatever I could like at home. But ever since like I've been home, it's ridiculous to think about like how much I've been helping in the kitchen. And it's like this is actually not that hard. Like it's not. It's <laughs> once not. you it's actually just, start doing it. Yeah, it's just practice techniques, honestly, and understanding a little bit about how things work. For example, if you can master a tharka, you yeah. will you will master many, many different types of right? or like curries. Um, yeah. So um, in future posts, I hope to dedicate some time and just sort of 
teaching people the basics so that they can learn. And yeah, you're right. Most of these things are always available in the markets. Um, you know, yes, it might require a visit to the desi store for our special spices that we use. Um, but in general, you know, there are good substitutes and I try to give some education on that. Um, and yeah, once you grasp the basics, yeah, I think it's, it's limitless what you can achieve. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, I mean, as we're like getting to know more about you on your page, so I was going to ask you, what's your favorite like food, like oh. dish? So you can do like appetizers, anything. Like, oh my what's God. your favorite like few foods, Punjabi, English, any type of food? You know, I get asked this all the time and every time I'm dumbfounded, I don't have an answer. It's just too much. It's like, you know, if you ask a, maybe this isn't the best analogy, but you ask your, uh, you ask some, a parent who their favorite child is and they really can't come up with an answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, I have definitely top uh, favorite recipes. I mean, top recipes that I like, but I'm always hesitant to say what is my favorite because it depends on my mood. It depends on the season. It depends on what I'm craving. Yeah. Um, but I got to say, you know, up there is definitely um, farka, believe it or not. Okay. Something okay. I was very, very averse to growing up. Eggplant. Uh, I mean, it yeah. really made me nauseous growing up. But um, uh, once I learned it, the to prepare it the way that was palatable for me, I, I think mm -hmm. there's nothing like it. And even yeah. I've prepared it for like my friends who are not, you know, from our heritage or background. And mm -hmm. every time the response and reaction is the same. This is so good. What yeah. is just eggplant? There's nothing fancy. Oh my God, didn't realize eggplant could taste yeah. so good. Um, so in this food for sure. Um, mm -hmm. um, or And I think, beyond that it's mexican food for sure okay. i mean any any salsa any any type of uh soup that's been or stew that's been prepared for a long time anything i can layer a bunch of condiments in um yeah. i absolutely love okay yeah i think that was the interesting point you brought like how like you catered it to your taste i think that's like the awesome thing about like once you learn how to start cooking like you're able to even if you don't like it you can like alter it in like these little ways that make it yeah. like palatable to you like you were saying I think for most people, cooking can be very, uh, if, they, if they're not familiar with it, can be very, excuse me, intimidating. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, trying to simplify it for people so that they can learn actually, yeah. And then they can tailor once they realize what the basics are or where, what flavors are complementary, they can make it however, however they want. There's no rules in cooking. And that's what I always say when people message me, I'm like, they're like, you know, can I use this, this, and this? I like this. I'm like, yes, you can. There's no rules. There's nobody that says, no, you cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, like just more, a little bit more about the page. So how do you feel now that you have it like up and running? Does it feel like, wow, I'm like, cause you've been having an amazing response. How has it sort of like, how's like the, how's like your feedback on been on it? I've, like the feedback you've been every receiving. time, I mean, every time somebody posts my page, I'm, I'm humbled. I'm like, whoa, how did they come across this? Or wow, like they care? That's, that's yeah. amazing. I'm touched every single time, as cheesy as that sounds. It's absolutely wow. true. Um, and then I, I become a little like, oh, okay, like I don't want to disappoint people. You know, I want to make sure I keep producing things that they they like or mm. but you know um also saying staying true to the focus of the page so yeah. i really don't want to for lack of a better word bastardize our food i really mm. don't want to do that um i really want to keep it authentic and i want to mm. keep it you know just like you would eat it at home yeah um, i mean so. i mean yeah that's awesome so what can we sort of expect from the page like in the near future 
Yeah. Like, where, where do you see the vision? Where do you see it going? <laughs> well, um, as I mentioned, you know, at some point I would love to have a cookbook. That's, yeah. that's sort of, as of right now, that's the end point I'm trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of future posts from the actual page, um, I think I will be doing d- different series, like I said. Mm-hmm. So okay. something about the basics of cooking, one about pantry staples, you know, one about the types of um, pots and pans that I find, you know, helpful or, uh, for, for cooking a lot of these meals. Um, and then also, if you're going to make a trip to a specialty store, what kind of a grocery list should you have? If you're new to Punjabi cooking um, and, and you're quite, not quite familiar because, you know, this is, this is a page for everybody, not just, not just Punjabis alone. Mm-hmm. I think that is so awesome because I feel like we don't really have anything like that. And like social media makes it so possible. Yeah. Like, that, I, yeah. I, I realize the beauty of social media now, um, uh-huh. you know, because I, I'm, I, I see how many people you can reach in such a mm-hmm. short period of time. And I think that's yeah. beautiful. I, I, I applaud all the artists out there that are already doing it, you know, much mm-hmm. bigger, much better than, than me. You know, I'm just uh-huh. a, like a small country doctor right now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, with humble beginnings but um i think uh i think over time if more and more of us support each other in our Mm -hmm. efforts uh you know especially for things that are uh passion a true passion for individuals i think yeah why 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 shouldn't we be on netflix you know (laughs) yeah exactly exactly like that's the biggest thing Uh, that's what i try to say too like just start doing it and like you'll realize like how like the returns will come like eventually yeah. like just start doing your passion that's what i did like with this like it's just me talking to people about what they like to do and like i'm enjoying it you know and i'm having just, a good time <laughs> i think it's great you clearly yeah. had great successes and you've featured some really really impressive people which again it's humbling that you, yeah. that you asked me to join it's, as well i mean i i just like to hear the stories i think it's for me it's like it's just listen getting to hear about people's passions and it's like like you're you're so passionate about cooking it's just like wow it's like this is awesome you know like you get why they, people are do, pursuing what they're doing yeah and so you also really cool. probably uncover as you speak with people how many things we all as people have in common yeah exactly i mean yeah do you have anything to add on are you gonna say uh, something no, okay no. i mean uh that's all i have questions for you uh do you have anything to add on anything um no, I mean, you know, I hope I'm always open to feedback from from people that are following my page, uh, you know, in terms of how to make it better. Please keep your feedback and messages coming. It really uh, gives me life to see that, you know, somebody has, uh, you know, learned from it and prepared a meal in their house. Um, thank you uh, for featuring me. And honestly, I wish you the best of luck in all that it is that you're doing. I think it's great. I think, thank you. you know, would you would you technically fall under Gen Z or or the millennial? <laughs> 1998, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, maybe it's like, That's yeah. awesome. I think this next generation is just unbelievable. They're yeah. tapping into fields that have been, you know, untouched before. And, I, and mm-hmm. I, it makes me very proud to be a part of this yeah. community. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, thank you so much for agreeing to be on. And uh, that's it from us. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Got to know more about, like, the cooking and the page that just me and is doing and that's it from us thank you guys for tuning in bye thank you bye keep cooking